Winston's Diary, Episode 7, Sunday, November 20th, 2005. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. attention. The Ministry of Truth presents the podcast, Winston's Diary, an inside look into the making of the comic book adaptation of George Orwell's dystopian masterpiece 1984. Here is your host and the artist, the model citizen of Oceania, recording from an undisclosed location in Montreal, Frederick Dumont. And hello, that's right, we're recording from undisclosed location in Montreal, but I'll give you a cue as to where we are. There's lots of Indians around, and I'm not talking about American Indians. That's, you know, the teepees and the horses and the bow and arrows. They're, uh, they're not exactly gone, but uh, they're living somewhere else. No, I'm talking about Indians from India, uh, which you can tell by the smell of curry in the air and the little red dot on the women's um, brow. There it is. All right. And there are a lot of Greeks, too, in the area. And there's this weird results come from these kind of culture clashes, uh, these different, you know, people coming from different parts of the world into our society are uh, fight it. It's, it's strange the way they adapt sometimes. For example, in a lot of the corner stores or the stores that, you know, especially Indians will, will have, will purchase, they seem to put a lot of emphasis on uh, on the uh, big brands like Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Well, yeah, like all the other stores don't do that, of course. But uh, yeah, I guess they're get pretty much they're more adapted than I am, I guess, in living in America. Except for one of these strange visions that I just can't get out of my head is the uh, the women with the, the hijabs. You know, basically the. Uh, the cloth over the hair. I guess it's not to attract uh, the uh, wandering glaze of males, I suppose, uh, or some you know obscure religious reason that I'm not aware of. But something kind of looks strange when you see women with Calvin Klein hijabs, don't you think? Well, that's pretty much what goes on around where I live. A strange, strange mixture here. So, 
for those of you new to this podcast, this is about working on an independent project on a shoestring budget and uh, the difficulties that come with it and uh, trying to overcome those difficulties to eventually succeed or something that resembles success anyway. Stop working like a slave and, you know, start enjoying life, I guess, suppose. Well, as you know, I've been working at a day job for about two months now. And I just got news last week that next week I'll be working full-time from Monday to Friday. And, you know, I'm not one to complain. I know there are a lot of people who work, like, way more than I do. For example, just my roommate... Uh, he has two jobs. Okay, basically he comes home from one at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning, you know, showers, changes, whatever, and goes off to the other. And he's working up until, what, 7, 8 o'clock when he gets home, and then, you know, he crashes. He sleeps for about two to four hours, and then it's back off to his other job for the next day. Amazing, amazing what people will have to do today to just to survive. And he's he's not like rich or anything. You know, I mean, he's not making incredible money. I mean, these are just like regular sales jobs with uh, who pay like close to minimum wage. It's outlandish, and well, now what I'm worried about is I already got like a second, third, and fourth job with uh, the comic book and other contracts that I'm taking in. I'll talk about a little bit of those later but right now what I'm worried about is I don't want to stop work on the comic book because you know what it's like with these side projects and things like that you've got to be working at these things every day and think about them every day for for them to grow and build and and get somewhere and so you can see the progress coming and other people can see the progress coming so that's very important to keep focused on the project and not get like sideswiped by the day job which is, which also requires some off work time. I actually have to do some homework for this day job. I have to punch in uh, at an e-learning website where I, I guess I'm supposed to learn about the products and uh, and other related news about uh, the uh, the store I work with. I work at. You can check previous podcasts to find out what that is. Or don't check the previous podcasts. They're pretty bad. I'm still getting used to the whole format and uh, setting this up. I'm still getting used to hearing myself in the headphones while recording this, by the way. But uh, that's not your problem. Don't worry about that. Uh, Yeah, so actually this isn't a bad project to be doing on a shoestring budget that is a comic book. Because basically the project production costs is basically nothing it's paper and uh, ink you know which is still affordable uh, even when you don't have a job I mean you can you know beg and borrow or whatever it's never much money to get ink you know it's not like a digital camera a co- computer to set it up although I do have a computer uh, I use a computer to um, for, first of all for the website the podcast and uh, just uh, actually I do a lot of the uh, some work on the comic book I'll do in the computer too. So yeah, I guess that's an important part of it too that isn't easily accessible. But uh, I guess computers are pretty much everywhere today. It's If you don't have one, it's not too hard to get your hands on one, at least some computer time. And everybody should have some computer time. 
Now where it gets more expensive is actually printing the comic book. I still don't know how I'm going to pull that one off, so I'm expecting the comic book to... The launch, official launch date is April 4th is where I'm getting at. And by that time I'll have to have completed the whole chapter 1, 2, 3, which basically is each chapter is 8 pages and I'll compile into a 24-page comic book, which is the standard for comic books. And might add a little extra, a couple of extras in there too will be cool, since this is the first one. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm wondering, you know, I'm going to have to get some uh, upfront dough for that. So I guess a couple of contracts and uh, working in my day job will help me save some money to, to to pull that off, I hope. I hope, Because right now I'm, you know, the money comes in and it goes out just as fast. I have debts I have to pay and uh, I'm probably not going to finish paying them this year. <laughs> I'm still going to have to be paying them early 2006. But uh, that's a fact of life, I guess, when you... Uh, when you don't have a job and you're still working on your project, it sort of takes some time for reality to kick in and for you to understand that you're spending more than you're making and you're not really making any money, so you're just driving yourself into debt. So now when you get back to uh, you know something regular with a day job, that'll give you you know regular f- money coming in, even if though it's not a lot, at least it's something regular you can actually throw some ways and uh, keep people back <laughs> uh, who. Uh, want uh, you to pay them uh, so uh, yeah a lot of, it, it's terrible but because money's the last thing you want to be concerned about when you're doing a project like this I mean what's trippy about this is getting the art done getting the work done I mean and most artists that's all they have to think about uh, you know you're working for a, a big company you don't really have to think hard about money you know your check comes in you call your uh, your um, editor, you know, ask him, hey, where's my check, where's my money, and that's about the money problems you have, I expect, except when they don't pay, which is really sucks, because <laughs> you got paid doing something you really hate, at least, uh, at least I enjoy what I'm doing, even though, uh, even though it's not taken off for the moment, but uh, it will, uh, I'm pretty confident it will, or else I wouldn't be doing this, well, I might be doing this just for the fuck of it, because I am stubborn that way sometimes, <laughs> all right, now, here is a couple of reasons why not to get a day job. Uh, I've actually have like three to four contracts right now, and a couple of things are opening up, opening up too at the same time, which is pretty insane. Now, I'm doing a full five-day work week this week, but I don't think I'm going to hold this for the end of the year. It's impossible. I'm going to have to talk to my manager and get like an extra day off, at least four, three, I can calibrate, you know, I can do something. I need like this one day out of the week where I absolutely do nothing, not related to the comic book or to the day job, so I could just, you know, get out there, relax, and, you know, just be on the uh, breathing and, uh, you know, just be a human being for one day of the week, which uh, I guess not everyone has the luxury of of doing, actually, but, uh, yeah... I think it's important for to stay sane, so that that actually leaves me an extra day to be doing on the comic book since I'm working four days at the job, and I'm taking one day off, which is you know for sanity reasons, and uh, yeah, I guess one day I only have one day, so I decided what I'll be doing is uh, try to dig into my relaxation time in the evening and uh, try to do at least one hour every day to work on the comic book. So whether it's, you know, 
just sketching quickly some panels to get some of the you know easy work done that doesn't require all that energy all that all that attention and or you know just finishing up minor details that uh, actually take up a lot of time but not too much uh, uh, you know concentration or not too much uh, thinking I guess you could say since uh, once the day's work stays done your mind is pretty much jello anyway but uh, I swear and vow and stand by my vow to continue working on the comic book so uh, we'll be doing that and to help me uh, keep my motivation and uh, just angst up uh, to be movi- motivated to work on the comic book um, what I'll be doing is podcasting every day every morning I'll be doing like a quick and uh, you know relaxed uh, podcast before the day starts to get myself uh, I mean to leave a trace of something that happened the worst thing is going through the week and uh, not having a trace of what went by uh, and having the week over and just starting another one <laughs> which is pretty depressing if you don't have anything to start with so yeah, I'll be doing a little podcast every day, uh, just you know, for my pure enjoyment. Because uh, I don't have any listeners right now. I'm pretty much podcasting to the people of the future. So people of the future, if you're still allowed to listen to podcasting, well, this is for you guys. So you're probably very young at this time, and you know, not be able, not able to, you know, have access or understand what what's going on. Okay, I'm a. Uh, I think my brain is about uh, over, and it's a. Uh, I'm just rambling on now. Okay. So before this is over, I want to give a few shout out, give a few thanks. Um, uh, actually, before that, I'll mention a couple of things I'll be working on this week. So basically, where I'm at at the comic book, I've got three pages started out of the eight of chapter three. So, um, you know. They're well started, and I'm working on the details of some of them, and uh, that's probably what I'm going to do the rest of the week, unless I start a couple of panels on the other pages, because it's nice to have uh, the layouts all there before finishing up uh, panels here and there. And and so I'm still going to be in the sketching phase throughout the week, for sure. Hopefully next week I'll get some time, and I'll be able to go out and reprint Chapter 2, which is the only one that'll be missing, uh, so I can redo some details in the characters, like having the uh, personal numbers, ID numbers, on each suit, which is an important element of 1984, which I uh, neglected uh, when I was uh, doing Chapter 1. And uh, a couple of shots where I wasn't too proud of the anatomy, a couple of mistakes, and the architecture here and there isn't just the way I want it, so uh, I'll be doing some touch-ups on those. in the weeks to come too so uh, uh, as far as contracts are going I'm working on recon the visuals will be up and uh, the due date is September, December 1st. I'm pretty sure we'll have the website up with uh, all sorts of video entertainment for you guys so that's recon.cx for you who want to follow that um, it's confirmed I'm going to be at uh, this hope number 6 next summer in New York City, that'll be uh, July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, so that will be extra uber cool, I mean, that is just totally amazing, because the fifth hope was where I announced uh, I was going to work on the comic book, 
basically to the whole world. So this is uh, it's cool to be back at the conference where uh, where it all started basically, and uh, to be seeing all these uh, interesting people because uh, hacker conferences bring one one kind of one typically weird and very interesting and very enlightening group of people. So uh, I encourage you guys to uh, to to come by if you if if you could spare the time because it really isn't uh, isn't very expensive except basically for finding a place to stay in something like that because New York City isn't like just totally free but I guess there are ways around it uh, people can group up in hotels and find friends who live there and uh, there are sort you know all sorts of ways to get around that. All right, so recon. I'll be working. I've got uh, I've got the visuals done on paper, and uh, I just need to finish them up uh, digitally for the uh, sort of teaser image, which will be which you'll see December first. So that is very cool. So I'll be doing some of the digital work on that this week. What else do I have? Uh, I have a possibility of working with uh, a humor magazine here in Montreal City, uh, drawing. Uh, basically you know humorous spreads basically what sort of like in the mag magazine kind of way if you want uh, and that would be very very cool if my side job could be working in comics instead of uh, working at a selling you know electronics uh, that would be very cool give me a lot more time and uh, I'd, I'd be at the drawing table anyway so it'd be me uh, it would give me a lot more time uh, to focus on the comic book and uh, just practice the tools and trade uh, of comics, which is very, very cool, which would be awesome. That's what I'm working for, towards and hoping for very much. Okay, so that's it for Episode 7. Thanks for listening. I'll leave you guys out with uh, our first song from Atari Teenage Riot, and I didn't even pick it up. Oh, yeah, hey, <laughs> how about this one? Let's start the week off with uh, an inspirational, motivational song, uh, No Success by Atari Teenage Riot. But first, I'll leave you guys with uh, my thanks and special thanks uh, so I don't have to come back uh, after the song. Okay, so first of all, my special thanks to MC and Scarf for the music, uh, Alex for the, you know, the physical hosting, and uh, thanks to the all open source programmers everywhere, especially those working on Debian, Ubuntu, Audacity, GIMP, Scribus, and Inkscape, and thanks to archive.org, blogger.com, and feedburner.com, which make this podcast possible. And be sure to visit the 1984comic.com frequently, as I'll be updating it this week, as I have neglected to do last week, but I will be working on it this week. And uh, be sure to send all feedback to bigbrother at 1984comic.com. And without further ado, further ado, I leave you with Atari Teenage Riot. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Rose, about to bring it to hell. What's that smell? No, I'm to How is your plan? It's their society. Government's eyeing me, lying to me. Electric just fire. Damn, fuck the right. Take the truth out of my hands. And then I understand. Radical dressed out like a fashion style. Why do you show out and harass? Why? Yes!